This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. In, in a marriage, you need two people that are adept, two people that can function very well. So yes, yes, yes. this means before you get married, you need to make sure that you're up and running so you're going to be a good partner one day because life is complicated. I mean, yeah. managing a household <laughs> and kids and your partner and your job, your profession. I mean, you got you need two people that are know how to manage life. So yeah. you, need, you need to be prepared. But, uh, but this yeah. is common. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of, of the, the Coffee, Coffee Breakup. Breakup. Sorry, Marvin <sighs> Christian Vieira. Oh, that's me. Oh, the best ever. So if you're watching us, thank you so much. You would be on Patreon. If you're listening to us, thank you so much, uh, Spotify, iTunes listeners. Um, what else we got? We have social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, mm-hmm. and Twitter. Twitter. We got the website, thecoffeebreakup.com. There's a lot of changes, new designs, new things. Very exciting. A lot of things coming out. Um, for that. YouTube also we do yeah. have clips on YouTube stay tuned I, I, I highly recommend everybody subscribe to the YouTube channel I mean it helps us but more so you can really see what's what's changing um, because we are going impl- to be implementing a lot of new things we're going to have a lot more throwback Thursdays a lot of videos that used to be super old that we want to kind of bring back to, to the audience so kind of like revamp everybody but we also have a lot of other projects so subscribe there and check out our website there's going to be a lot of a lot of goodies over mm, there yeah. other than that yeah, we we jump right in. We jump uh, right I'm in. I'm very excited. We have we're joined by Dr. Justin Dorenzo. How are you? Dr. Did I get D. that right? You got Dr. It right. D. Yeah. You have no idea. He's terrible with pronunciations. In fact, before he showed up, I'm like, "What's his last name? Yeah. How do you say?" It? And he's like, uh, "Uh, no, no, no." Because I was watching a video where you introduced yourself yeah. on TikTok, and it's Dorenzo. What? Because the A is, I guess, is, is silent. No, or you don't really. I mean, it, it's, it's like a it's D been, and it's, a been, it's been Americanized. I mean, it's Italian. It that's what be, I'm saying. It should it's be Tarenzo. Tarenzo. That's what I was going to say like that. Because, you know, I'm from, I'm from Germany. It would be Arianzo. Um, what would it be? Arianzo. 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 And then Arianzo. I was like, this this is not an American name. This sounds Italian. And so, but yeah, uh, I but I like that. So your background is you have Italian heritage? Lot, lots of things. So yeah. Italian, French, Canadian, I see it. German. I see it all. Yeah, uh, mix a little nice bit of a Gordon, a Gordon Ramsay, Greek. Yeah, you know I've been <laughs> what is it? Gordon, Gordon Ramsay and uh, Doctor Phil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you said uh, that, I was watching it, and you're uh, like, I'm like, if uh, yeah, Gordon Ramsay and Doctor Phil had a baby, I'm like, 
Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> like yes, literally, yeah. yes. I mean, because they can do that now. Yeah. yeah. You can do that now. Somebody in the yeah. co- somebody somebody <laughs> in the comments of one of your videos was like, "Oh, Gordon Ramsay switched careers." Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, this kind of seems right." Yeah. Um, so I'm excited, and I know I've reached out to you, or we've reached out for like a while ago. Yes. But obviously, you, you don't live in Miami currently, and so kind of making this happen has taken a little bit of a time. But then you had reached out again. It's like, hey, I'm going to be in Miami, so-and-so. Can we make this happen? And I was like, let's do it. Because obviously, so yeah, because we, we focus on relationships and dating and stuff like that. But we like to bring on professionals and, and doctors and nurses. We've had on psychologists. And uh, I think it's really important for, for people to kind of try to better themselves. A lot of it, if any, in fact, everything starts with yourself. So when you had uh, reached out again, I was like, let's make this happen. Let's get you on. Let's get your insight, your, your professionalism and your 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 skill set so i'm very grateful for you to be here and maybe introduce yourself give people a little bit of a background who you are what you what do. you do exactly yeah you guys thank you first of all both of you thank you okay. thank chris you and chris and marvin thank you very much for having me you guys Appreciate have that. quite a following so try, try, it's try. an honor to be part of this Nonsense. today thank you so much really appreciate it so so i i am a clinical and forensic psychologist okay so, and I did, I got my psychologist training down here in South Florida at Nova Southeastern University. So I had a great time yeah. and then joined the Navy <laughs> and became a Navy, active duty Navy psychologist for a while. And then I set up a private practice in Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. And I really specialize in four areas. So okay. I'm a, so the clinical work, so seeing, treating people for mental health disorders and doing couples therapy and things like that. Like I focus a lot on relationships, but I also am a court expert court related expert um I, i'm a forensic psychologist too okay and then also a business psychologist so i do a lot of consulting and do employee uh, evaluation and testing oh. and things like that trying to find the right people for for the right jobs based on psychological profiles and then we sell a bunch of online courses too okay okay so, oh, fascinating and uh and you know i and then and i now i've been working on the social media thing and yeah. first of all it was you know for fun and now it's like become an integral part of the business absolutely yeah. I so, love that absolutely. It's, it's a lot, lot of fun how did you get into uh, psychology how did you get yeah, into yeah why psychology field? why oh, did you choose man. that field wow so take us back you, know, <laughs> you guys i mean i gotta tell you that when i was a kid i was uh, a major troublemaker okay <laughs> and uh, i went to lots of psychologists growing up really and i would think you know and a couple of them really helped me significantly and i thought man i want to be like that guy one day Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That is so, you know, it's, it's funny because when uh, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do, I mean, I did, I took a completely different route, but I remember when I first had some sort of passion for what I wanted to do was physical therapy. Okay. Yeah. It's because I had torn my bicep and they were helping me kind of get sure. back. And, and I, I just loved, you know, kind of being there and the science behind it and how they were taking care. And I started feeling better. I'm like, man, yeah. this is actually. It works. It works. Right. Yeah. It's, this is a real thing. And I'm like, man, I would love to follow this path. So it's kind of like yeah. that where you felt like the impact. And you're like, man, I would love to give this back to someone else and yes. kind of explore into it. That's yes. awesome. That's that's kind of how it, it kind of how that's kind of how it works. So you were a troublemaker in, when you were younger, and then yeah, I mean, you guys, I have kind of a sordid story. So I mean, <laughs> even when I was 20, I went to rehab when I was 20. I lived in a ha- I lived in a halfway house. I was a construction worker. I dropped out of college and everything. I mean, on really? my on my, uh, on my way, you know, yeah. to to like kind of getting it together. So back when I was 20. And, uh, but I ended up going back to college at, at 22 and finished my undergrad and then went off and got my master's and doctorate at Nova and became a, became a psychologist. But all those hardships certainly developed me into Mm -hmm. being a better psychologist, right? And a better human being. 
too. How did you find your way back? And not to get off too much, but like, was there something that happened to you that where you? Yeah. Like, what like some people? A lot of people wouldn't have finished and done what you did. Yeah, right? they would have yeah. just kind of left it and never gone back to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was I was just so addicted to alcohol. I mean, I just I knew I could just feel that I was, and uh, I I went to Furman University. It's in Greenville, South Carolina. It's a good college there. And my my set my sophomore year of college, I probably was in class like five days for the whole year. Other than that, I was I was drinking every day, drinking every day. So. Um, you know, I knew, I knew that I had a major problem. alcohol problem at a very, at a very young age, but you know, it's in, it's in my, uh, it's in my bloodline. Mm. Um, but I, you know, it's just part of my, I mean, I know about your guys' backgrounds. So you guys are both very driven people, right? Yeah, and it's, that, yeah. it's a uh, part of, you know, it's when you have that, na- that, uh, burn inside that burning inside of you, you got to know what the right thing to do is and you, and you fix things. Right. Wow. If, if I may, uh, and if you're comfortable and the reason why is because that's kind of a very close topic to me. Um, was there something that you felt like probably led you down the path of, of, of drinking a lot or, you know, I mean, I. Um, I mean, I, I think that I had a lot of anxiety, Yeah, you know, I had a lot of anxiety as a kid and, and, uh, you know, I got, you guys, I used to stutter. I was like this horrible stutterer too <laughs> growing up. And I think that I found alcohol too, that helped, uh, you know, if I was drinking, I, I didn't stutter cause I, cause I was comfortable. So it, okay. it, it kind of became my medicine and, uh, but then it really developed into, you know, more of an addiction. And then you, what was the switch that you said, I want to... I mean, I really don't want to share what the switch was. No, no, you're not like that, but... But, I mean, there was... There in were, your mind, there something... There were a series of events okay. that, that happened, too, and I realized that, like, this is my future. If okay, I continue that. to drink uh, this way... That's, okay. yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have no future wow. yeah. if, I, if I live this way. It's... And, and you know, I'm sorry if, if I kind of treaded through some... No, no. It's fine. I just... I don't want to say anything ever incriminating. No, no, no I understand. No, the reason is because I mean it's it's very close to me, and I think I've shared it before. You know, my father he he's actually been clean, and everyone's kind of like, "What happened?" Sure, you know, he just stopped all of a sudden. No one's really talked about it. We kind of did have a conversation, and it's kind of the first conversation we've had in almost a couple of years. And it was like, I, I it was it was weird because he yeah. was he was trying to talk to me almost as if nothing happened, and then I was like, "Hold it, like." Don't rush. He goes, oh, but, you know, I moved past. I'm like, I understand that, but I haven't. You know, I have wounds that I'm trying to heal myself. You have yeah. to just be a little patient with me. But I, we wouldn't be having this conversation if I wasn't trying. Sure. Okay? So just give me time, but eventually we can. But it was that. Eventually he told me that something switched. And I said, well, what was it? And, he's, and he, it was very similar. He's just like, yeah. I just can't continue doing this. I, I saw yeah. the damage that I was causing. I guess I just was, I never really understood I, and I'm, to this day, I don't think I'm ever going to understand. Something in him must have change for him to say i need to make this choice yeah so i kind of want to see like you know how that but assuming yeah. it must have been a lot that has happened for you to be like i can't continue yeah it's hard it's hard to define it's a psychic change right okay. where you just see the world differently and you see your your behavior uh differently and you know that you can't survive if you continue wow. down that interesting road. So con- congrats to your to your yeah, father you no know, congrats so. to you as well and it was a long yeah. time ago but yeah. i can only imagine but, i mean i've been i've been clean and sober for 30 years this July. Congratulations. But it's unusual for somebody this, you know, awesome. at this age, right? I dur- you guys, I turned 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. In February, so. Well, for yeah. me, say you look amazing. You look but really I, good. Pr- I appreciate it. Oh, you, you guys, yeah. thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> it's a lot of makeup. <laughs> That's but, awesome. That's but awesome. But it's good. But wow. it's great. I mean, you know, living a clean lifestyle. And I think that helps me. I mean, the struggle early on, but also helping other people 
you know, live a clean lifestyle or at least, you know, the you have to be fit. You got to make good decisions. Right. We did talk, we yeah. talk about you got to it's about the people that you expose yourself to, right? I mean, so it helps me help other it just, you know, you have a you have a different level of insight. It's not just talk. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I've also learned because we actually started the podcast uh, a couple of years ago and and we started with the basis about being relationships, just talk about dating advice, whatever. And then we actually spoke about this last night also. Mm-hmm. Um, then we were like, okay, well, in order to have a healthy relationship, you need to be healthy with yourself. So yeah. every healthy relationship starts with yourself. That's kind of like the motto that we yes. kind of come across. And then it ties into what you had just said where, well, how can I have a healthy relationship with myself? What ties into taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, my health, what I'm eating. And then it's almost like walking the walk. Yeah. You know, when you can do the way yeah. you say with the advice that you give, you start feeling better. Your mind starts feeling better. You're just a better person over a better person overall, better partner, better friend, mm-hmm. employee. It kind of just like permeates to everything else in your life. Yeah. But again, it all starts with you. It, it, it all starts with you. And you guys, I don't know if you if you saw this on my website. So I know that Marvin has written four books. Yeah, right? two yeah. of them on this okay. on this table I mean, right now. Yeah. Okay. I've been working on a book for like three or four years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm okay. on the last edit. But it's right. it's entitled. I have two versions, two covers. Okay? okay, the first one is how not to f up your life, the art and science of, of mate selection, and then uh, the other one for the for the synagogue and for the priests, because I know the churches are going to be. Okay. I'm going to try to get them to promote it. Um, it's how not to ruin your life, but it's but it's this it's the same title. One is how not to f up your life. The other one's how not to ruin your One's life. One's more acceptable and yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, sure. But but the whole premise of the book it is about what the science says about what mate value is, like in terms of you work on yourself, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. first. Yeah. To be the best person that you can have so then you can match up with another great person. And then the second part of the book is you have to pick somebody that's compatible with you um, in order to make the relationship work. Wow. Right? So, so you know, it's, it's those two components. I mean, that's how you have a healthy relationship. You're being the – and this is, I think, right in line with what you guys do every yeah, day, yes. right? Being the best, picking the best, and then making sure it's the right person. Right and fit. then, of course, you got to live it then. Yeah. Af- after you've picked out the right person. So, but you guys, the book will be out in a couple a couple months. I okay, no yeah, worries. No we'll worries. We'll let us know. Yeah, we'll we'll promote it. Out. it yeah. I mean, because I even took off all Monday this week. And, and partly there's some inspiration when I was like reading your background, Marvin, and I saw that you've like published four books already. Yeah, okay, I I'm like, that. what the hell am I doing? I've been I mean, like, you're a little bit, a lot more busy, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. going on. I but I have that. time. Okay. I mean, I just have, you, you got to set aside. I mean, this is the thing time about it. if you're going to take care of yourself, you always got to put yourself first at times. Yeah. I'm not saying don't ignore other people, but it's kind of like when you're saving, when you want to save money. You got to pay yourself first before you pay everybody else, right? right? Oh my and god, I wish Christina. Oh my, oh my god, <laughs> you have no idea. I'm like trying to get her on that. But I it's like the same. That. It's the same thing when you're when you are promoting self care, right? I mean, you got to pay yourself first. So, and I, and I do. I preach, right. I preach this, but life is busy. So, but thank you for inspiring me because I did. I swear, I took off all Monday. I love that. That's to awesome. get my Look final you, edit. Done. Beautiful. Yes. So it'll come ah. out in a couple of months. It will. And uh, covers are done. Covers are beautiful. Everything's ready. It's just waiting on me. We're just excited. You let me. us know how, how you move forward, and we'll, we'll we'll stay in touch for sure. After. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be excited. So originally, I you know I had sent you an email with a couple of topics, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think I sent it to you as well. And really, what I wanted to talk about today is also 
And there's a multitude of issues, and, and mm. even listen, just listening to you, there's another things I want to talk to as well. But I think the premise of all, and the, the key part of it all is, I was watching this article the other day, and it's it kind of was highlighting how a lot of young men are struggling. And so for us, it's, you know, I mean, we're not that young, but we're pretty young. And Wait so, minute, how, old, how old are you guys? I'll, I'll be 30 in like in a, cube, a couple weeks, weeks. Two weeks. 30! I am 30. I turned 30 okay. in October. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Sure, yeah. So the so, article's about you guys. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, somewhat. Oh, it I was. Mean, no, it was our age group. It yeah, was it, was, age, it was our age yeah. group. And so for me, it's it's. And I read stuff like that. It's like a lot of young men are struggling. A lot yeah. of men aren't having sex. Yeah, they aren't about that. Yeah, too, they aren't finding question. partners. And the the weird part is that the women in the same age group they are they are dating. They are finding partners. They are finding yeah. love. And so why is that happening? There, I've you know I've sent you three articles and we'll put them in the description. And so I kind of wanted to kind of pitch that idea to you and kind of maybe get your point on that yeah. and seeing why is it that a lot of men, so many men in this country are struggling. And did the article probably miss something or maybe you see something maybe you that, that supports yeah. that claim, you know? Yeah, yeah what do you think? And, um, the, and the great thing is, you know, we are in sync because all the stuff you guys sent me, I've been doing informational videos yeah. on Instagram and TikTok about the same stuff. And Beautiful. I even, I had just done something on TikTok about this because it was like 63% of yes. yeah, young men, men 25 to 32 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are not in relationships, yeah. right? Versus most of the women are. Yeah. Right? So who are they dating? <laughs> I mean, well, they're dating, they're dating. Based on the older, article. They're dating older men or, really? you know, they're dating each, each other. other. Yeah. Yeah. The and, Gen Z. Uh, and, and you guys, I, I got to tell in the practice, I mean, I've seen so many, um, you know, mid 20 year olds to, you know, younger 30 year olds that are not not dating women. I've seen so many uh, college kids that have never even dated a woman before. That's crazy to me. Relying on pornography. Yeah. I mean, really. And, yeah. and you guys, what we know about like women are it's it, because of all the the. Uh, the access online, everything's easy, you know, yeah, yeah. it creates even more competition. Okay. And people often think that men are the more critical sex, but what we know from the science, women are actually the more critical sex, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so it is very hard for some of these guys to, to breach that, you know, whatever is inhibiting them to then start to start dating and to take that risk. So, and a lot of guys will tell me, it's just easier to look at porn than like be in a relationship. My needs are met. Right. And I think that that's because I was reading that. And, but I also think, is it that the guys are just choosing to watch porn because it, is it because they just don't really care? Or is it that they, they see what's out there and maybe it's not so much that, well, the women don't aren't dating the young guys. It's they're choosing to date older men. So the guys are like, well, who do I date then? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's definitely part of it because even when I, when I was, I remember when I was in my 20s and we certainly know more and pay attention more even with social media too. I think we just pay more attention to trends because even when I was in oh. my 20s, it was really hard to get a girl, the right girl, because the good, all the, the, the good, the girls that, you know, that everybody was trying to pursue, they were dating other, they were dating older guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, and they say they were getting married. Right? And this was with, when you were younger. When I was in okay. my twenties. I mean, it was difficult or even in the, in the early thirties, the girls are wanting to get married and 
they're marrying guys that want to get married. I mean, the guys that are like three, that three to five older. years older, right, or ten years older. Well, yeah, because that was one of the articles. That, one of the articles that was highlighting that too. It's because that a lot of men, young men, they don't have as much to offer, and so you know that that may be. You know, a lot of women, they want emotionally available men. They want men that are open to commitment. That They want men that are financially maybe a little bit more secure and just have more stable. to offer. Stable, yeah, and yeah. consistent. And so if younger men aren't able to, to meet those meet uh, needs for those women, then what are women, you know, meant to be doing? They have to date older, right? I mean, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of, a per, it's kind of a perfect storm though too, right? Yeah, because people yeah. are waiting longer to get married. Right. So even the men that have waited longer to get married. So if you're 35, you've even acquired more resources, right? You're in a much better, better position, better position to, to, to then marry somebody that's younger, you know, cause it got, it's still, even today in America, um, men are usually on average about three years older than, than women when when you marry. I mean, that's where we are. Canada, Mm -hmm. it's like the closest gap. Big gaps are like in uh, Saudi Arabia and and things like that, you know, where they're like 10 years apart, but Um, but also, you know, people that are guys that are 30 today, they grew up in the, in the world of pornography though, too. So even as a teenager, you're not learning those skills, those interpersonal and relationship skills and how to relate to, also to true, a, yeah. Right? yeah. Cause they're not really getting out there communicating. <laughs> they don't have to, they no. could just they play the I mean, video games and, and, yeah. and be on social media. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. What, Sorry, what blows me away. There's so many high school kids that never have a girlfriend or boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And like even the dances, they don't go with a boyfriend, girlfriend. They just go with the guy group, the girl group. They go party. They want to hook up, but they don't learn how to have relationships. And mm-hmm. it's they don't have their first partner until they go off to college often. But then do you also see, because I see this side, because if the, yeah, it goes back to that. If the women are either dating each other or dating older men who are probably more established, mm-hmm. more whatever it is you want to say it, it almost feels like, well, as a guy, I, they, if they're going to date them, I don't have what the resources that, you know, an older man would have. Or if they're into girls and I'm a dude, well, they're not going to be into me. Yeah. What do I do then? It, there is no one to date. So it's not really that I'm choosing not to date. It's there's no one in the in the pool they, for me right. to choose. Right, yeah. Right. So then, maybe you don't qualify. Well, you don't. You clearly don't qualify, but there are certain things that are in your control, right? I mean, in terms of, yeah, you might not have the resources, but are you emotionally available? Are you ambitious? Are you driven? Are you fit? Are you healthy? Do you prioritize, you know, your well-being? And, and, and so I think that could also play a big role because, it, yeah, it's, yeah, maybe women are dating older older guys, but what am I going to do about it? You know, am I going to sit at home and play video games or am I going to craft my social skills and get out there and try to meet people and try to better myself and try to self-develop? I can kind of see, yeah, true. You I know? can kind of, but I, I also feel like maybe um, are men being encouraged to do that. That's true. Because it could also be that, well, if the girl's not going to date me, well, why would I even try? You know? If, if, if it's already kind of written in stone is what it feels like. Well, if there are going to be dating older men and, or each other yeah. or whatever. And, and, well, yeah. And, and I, th- I think every generation has, has, has faced this, but now it's even, it is even more difficult again because social of media, social media. I agree. There's all kinds of comparisons. Yeah. I mean, you're pro- always seeing the next best thing. I mean, you guys, your profiles are up online, yeah. right? Like, I mean, you got your report card that's, that's uh, up yeah, right, yeah. for everybody to, everybody to see. And a lot of men 
and and I and I don't want to to be too too much of a sound too much of a traditionalist, right? Because uh, I mean, a woman can have the re- the same resources. They don't need they don't need to rely on a guy sure, to yeah. do that. You know, it's I mean, the gap education. I mean, w- more women are going to college. Yeah, and, more bachelor degrees. Mm-hmm. I read and, that the other day. Yeah, and, yeah. and the gap. I mean, there's still a gap and income gap, but that is also it's all it's closing. It's closing, true. and eventually it'll eventually it'll. Sur- you know, it'll surp- men, women will surpass men, and 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 because of, but a lot of this too, I think men are, you know, they're maturing slower. There's this, the pornography challenge, the video game challenge, yeah, and like in relationships though, like married, like thirty year olds that are married, the millennials that are getting married, um, even though both are working, the um, when the wife is still managing the majority mm. of the child care. Yeah, yeah. And they're getting upset. You know, they because because all of a sudden when you're married, you naturally go to child care and then the guys are coming home and they're playing video games and they're like my They're time, drinking a beer. I worked all, yeah. I yeah. worked all day and she's like, Well, so did I. You know, <laughs> no, I'm still yeah. working. Gotta, yeah, I'm still yeah. working. So yeah. and this is what, what I tell millennial men all the time. Like you have to be women are attracted to industrious and ambitious men men that work hard. Um but work hard all the time. Uh, so yeah. when these millennial men come home, you have to, your job's not over, mm. right? You both worked. Now you, or it, it, even if, even if the, the wife is a stay, if she's a stay at home mom, the dad is the, the husband is the one working when he comes home, you know, his job's not over and the wife's job is not over either. Right. Both of them are working 24. If you have kids, you're working 24 seven. Both of you. Full time job. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. goodness. Um, oh, there were so many We're good things. Gonna, probably going to upset some people there, though, yeah. with this with this con- with this conversation. Uh, somebody right. always gets mad when you're yeah. talking about what the roles are. And, yeah. right. You could say anything, and then some, you could say, have a beautiful day, and somebody's going to get mad at you for saying oh, that. You know. So it. for me, I mean, at this point, we, we victim okay. blaming. Yeah. Victim blaming. There was, um, so, you know, it's so. it's it's funny. I was watching because uh, you had said about the, you know, on social media, you kind of see like the report card of them. I was yeah. watching a video yesterday that they were talking about, um kind of like the power of uh, dating apps and two comments on that. Uh, one of them was supposedly, um, I, th- I believe that it's uh, the majority of women are competing for just 10% of the mm-hmm. men. Okay. Yeah. That's one of yeah. the, one of those statistics. Um, it was something else that I, that I had heard and now I don't remember, but that was one of the, the, that I remember seeing that it's like, well, if it's only the 10% of guys on this app that are getting the most attention, 90% are just, there and then we had spinning their wheels. Je- we had Jennifer yesterday. She yeah. just goes on the app and she'll just, just like look, swipes. she'll look swipes and she just puts her phone away. And I'm like, well, what about that guy who's probably like, oh my god, I finally swipe yeah. her. I don't want to talk to her. He writes to her and then probably writes again and then he's like, well, look at this creep who wrote to me two times in a row. Sure, you know what I mean. It's like, what are you even doing? But, but they do. They have all the, the women still have, have the, power. the power. And and the great thing is, you know, these the apps they mimic though what happens at the bar, right? It's like the woman is still the gatekeeper and whether you can talk to her or not. It's like two people glance. It's the same swiping. You're looking across the bar. Are they looking at me? Mm. Are they giving me an extended gaze too? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's either, you know, letting you in or not. I mean, yeah, it's the. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's why these dating apps work so well, right? Yeah. It's it's really mimicking real life. Yeah, it's what ha- what used to happen. Yeah, right? and they still are the gatekeepers to whether you can talk to me or not. Right, I, they I, have all the power. Yeah, I think it could be very discouraging for some men, and obviously there's <laughs> accountability on both ends. Maybe a lot of guys have like really uh, weird uh, profile pictures. They have like you know, so it's like. What are you? What is it that you're doing? Are you putting your best foot out there, or are you putting up a picture with a with a with a fish? You know, with holding up a <laughs> fishing. You know, when you are fishing, you're holding a, uh-huh. a yeah, picture. Like, that gr- like girls love that. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, what is it? You know, because 
what are you that you pushing uh-huh. out, putting out there? So that's also a big aspect of it. But I think we live in a world where, especially society in today's world, where it's like, dude, being a man sometimes could be difficult. Like you go to, you watch this video, you go to the gym, you look at a girl, next thing you know, you end up on TikTok and social media. Yeah, oh, this, look at this creep. creep. Or, yeah. You yeah. know, you try to talk, talk to a girl, don't talk to me. You try to write a girl, don't write to what me. What do we do? Yeah. What do you guys want? Saying, I know, and this is why I'm saying There's that no it's winning. true. Like the science says women are the more critical sex. I mean, they are. Yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> they just, they're the deciders, and yet, you know, this is why there's even you know this war on masculinity. Like there's yeah. you know, you guys. I mean, the women ha- the women ru- women run the world. Why yeah. my my wife runs my household, right? Yeah. And that's what drives me great when people are saying that I'm a misogynist. Like some of the material that's very neutral. I believe in I believe in the same for everyone. Sure, and, sure, 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 sure. And uh, you know, my my daughters are in charge. My wife is in charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Not me. I'm just curious. I, I would love to know, like, what is it that some the men could do in order to kind of overcome oh, some yeah. of these things, yeah, these, these struggles that they're dealing with? And, do, I mean, have you had that with some of the patients that you've had? Yeah. Or do you have yeah. any type of insight on what for young of? men? Which I did want to comment because I did see one of your videos where um, you said when you're practicing, you don't really just listen. Yeah. You had said it that you do want to kind of steer in some sort of direction which supposedly, I mean, it's kind of frowned upon, right? It it is a little. It is a, well. It depends upon the tra- on the training, but you know, uh-huh. but but as a psychological scientist, I'm supposed to be providing what the evidence says, right? If somebody's True. yeah, doing okay. the wrong thing, I need to cor- I need to Based correct on their facts. course and say you should do it this way. Okay, but then there are others that are related to my field that would say, you know, you're supposed to just listen and help the person come to their truth. And when you do that, people are going to waste a lot of money and a lot of time. Yeah, that so. could be that, that could be frustrating because you know I've I, I go to therapy. You know I've gone to therapy for many years now. I love that, Marvin, and, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You know it's all about self development and self uh, awareness. So sometimes I talk to my therapist and I love her. She's great, but sometimes she'll like just listen, and I'm like, all right, give me some Tell feedback. Me something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking to myself. Here. All right, see you next week. You're like, <laughs> what's going on? And so I'm um, obviously, you know, and she's and I'm like, what should I do? And I go, she's like, oh, you know, I can't tell you what to do. And so like, <laughs> reminds me like, and this on, I got to sit have. down with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, we're very, I'm very directive. And I try to encourage the other, I have a, uh, I have 12 providers at our office. So, you know, really encourage them to, we, we try to be different from everybody else. And at least, you know, encourage people to do the, to the right thing based on whatever the science says. Sure. So and then the same yeah. thing is with, rela- with relationships and helping men be more marketable. Right? Marketable, and this is kind, of, and this is the thing. Why I wrote this book too, because we, it's like we don't know, we don't know what the ant, like, what does the science say? Because mm. a lot of times this is about, it's like we're waiting on the magic, you know, you're waiting on a feeling, but there are things that you can do to make you feel more, more confident, you know. Mm. And you guys, I mean, a lot of this is about, it's about like improving your, you know, your your status too. I was thinking that. Your I mean, status. it is, it is about acquiring self development, yeah. yeah, but. But it's just like a woman, like a, the man needs to, in, the man needs to work on himself, just like the, the woman needs to work on herself to be the best partner that she can potentially be yeah. until these people come together. And attract so, each other. Well, yeah, because one of the things that they always say, it's um, you like, oh, I have a laundry list of what I'm looking for in a partner. But yeah. they say, OK, well, create that list of what you're looking for in a partner yeah. and become that list. Yeah, you have absolutely. And, yeah. and, you know, I, I can kind of run through what the science says too. you know, a couple things that, you know, people you, you want somebody so if you're struggling with any of the stuff as the guy or even the girl, you got to work on not being this way. Okay. And, yeah. and people prefer people that are agreeable too. you know, mm-hmm. like if you're somebody that doesn't get along with other people, you know, do you argue all the time? Are you a pro like, are you, are you easygoing? 
We like agreeable people. Okay. Mm -hmm. We like people that are, you don't have, so, you know, I, I am not naturally an extrovert, but people are attracted to extroverts. So you got to at least be that way. You know, you, you don't have to prefer it, but you need to be able to be extroverted because like for a man, why is that attractive? Because it means that you can go out and get resources and you're not afraid of the world. Okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So it's just so like you, you gotta, doing. Yeah. No, you, worked on, you worked on it. You're not, you're extroverted now. You yeah. can be extroverted if no. you, I, right? yeah, I can be you if can. I want to, but also, um, you know, I like to, I'm, um, Comfort of my own home, and I like yeah. to be in a yeah. comfort environment. But and I've been traveling for many years. What the yeah, yeah, no, continue. Yeah, yeah, I've been traveling for many years, and so like you, I had to step out of my comfort yeah. zone. When I was 18 years old, I moved to Texas for two years. I didn't know anybody. Barely like English, very very thick accent, very shy, very quiet, and I just kind of had to step out of my comfort yeah. zone. So and and you're also in the in the service industry. You're in the yeah. hospitality, so you're also dealing with people. Because I, I work, so I'm in banking, as yeah. you know, and I deal with clients every single day. I have to make calls. I meet people, and it's funny because when you are kind of forced to deal with yeah. people you kind of start developing like social skills of how to, how yeah, to go about yeah, it yeah, yeah. but you my friend it, it is pretty amazing because i've traveled with him, with him a sure. few times already and even when we, when we go out there's still like a little bit of hesitation that i'll have like oh who do we have to talk to and he's just like he just start i see he leaves like i turn around i don't see marvin yeah, anymore sure. and i see him walking up to someone i'm like he just doesn't care and i gotta be honest man that's a, that's a very like very strong trait it just show it shows that, that you're very that, that you don't yeah, care. yeah, yeah always yeah. that's what i love traveling with him because i'll be lost and he's like oh, i'm gonna figure it out well, yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. He's already looking for the for the, sure. the true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's it's skills that you can. The good thing about it is you can learn about it. Yeah, you can acquire it. So there's a lot of kids or young kids who maybe don't have those social skills. Well, you can learn about it. And you know what I also think it is? I feel like everybody does want to have those social skills because yeah. yeah. I mean, you you develop them. Yeah. And I feel like I have them, but not to your level. And I feel like when you're the one that goes up to people, they're almost like, "Why are they going up to me?" But yeah. it's almost like, man, he had like the balls to yeah. come all the way yeah. up to me and talk yeah. to me. If only I can do that. So I think it's also like. It's a little bit shocking because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not used to it, but it, I feel like everyone would love to not be afraid to go up to yeah. someone mm -hmm. and get some sort of answer. Sure, and and yeah. if if you're if you're hesitant, you work on it, right? I mean, and that's what that's what increases your value, okay? And then you you want to be low on what we call neuroticism, <laughs> and neuroticism is when somebody they're really anxious, they think everything's about them. If somebody's talking in the corner, they're thinking, oh, they must be they're saying something bad about me. Or somebody's like really impulsive, you know, they're really impulsive. They make bad relationship choices. That's somebody that's neurotic. So you got you got to work on, on those kind down. of things. And then you got to be physically fit too. Like uh, women like a V a a, uh, a V shaped torso. They want. Yeah. I mean, they are. They're attracted to a man. It shows strength. It shows that they're more masculine. Yeah. Yeah. Just like we are, I mean, in terms of like a, there's a waist hip ratio, right? And and this is gonna be upsetting, but it's it, across the globe, it's po it's a point six seven percent ratio. Okay. So that means the the the, the hips are the hips a little thinner than the than I'm sorry, the waist is a little thinner than the the hip. So it, it's it's the waist hip ratio of point six seven globally. Okay. But then, of course, sometimes we expand the bot. You know, it, everybody has a different preference. There's a but, spectrum. But yeah. <laughs> generally speaking, if we if we looked at the general, the facts say, you know, the facts say it's, say. The, it's that point six seven the average. Okay. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Waist hip ratio. So, the, and the, I'm sorry. The, is the reason for that being because instinctually we are prone to you know to mate and reproduce, so we are attracted si- to women. Yeah, it is a sign of fertility, fertility. Of, of healthfulness. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, you guys, there's so much. There's so many so other things like, why am I attracted to this? Like, why? What does that have to do with anything? Like, e- even the the shape of the lumbar, the shape of the back. You know that like some women like the is the like the small of the back is, is can be like yeah, like, yeah, attractive. right, like above the the behind. And yes. Ah. So, oh, okay. So if it's shaped correctly, there's a reason that we're attracted. to it. If it's shaped correctly, it what what it mean what you're attracted to is that it means that the woman can carry a child upright for nine months. Okay, because of how because of how the weight of the child is on the woman's back, oh. just based on that that curve. That's what you know. That's some, crazy. Some, some backs are amazing, right? And yeah, other, yeah. Other. I was like a straight fucking back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so next good. time they ask me, are you a tits guy or an ass guy? I'm a uh, back. Guy. I'm a back. Guy. <laughs> I'm a lower back guy. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you guys, it's like it's like you know boobs. I mean, why why are we attracted to breasts? I mean, because they you know, you know they feed. They're going right? to nourish yeah. a child, nourish a child. So it's the right shape. You know that there's, it's going to be able yeah. to fill with milk, and and the and the woman's going to be and able the to and, and woman attracted. And like to legs on the behind, that's more for legs is for to if they have long legs, legs just they can of escape danger. Well, no, well, uh, it is, it is. I mean, it's it's a sign of athleticism and youth, which oh. is what men are typically attracted to. I mean, it's why guys typically, you know, they're with a, they're older. I mean, there's usually. There historically, there's been an exchange for attractiveness and resources, right, between the the, ah, the man and the woman. True, true, true. Certainly, true. that gap is closing, but this is how we've evolved, right? And now we're evolving at a different level because true. women are now again that education gap is closing. So this is like the next part of our evolution, but those impulses are still there. I mean, so our impulses are still there, right? Even though women say they want, you know, they're attracted to. To, to, to something else, but then but then they're not. Like, why are they going for the older guy? Why are they mm. going for the, the super tall guy, the super athletic guy, the super wealthy guy? Right. Why aren't they giving the guy, like, I'm not a tall guy. Why aren't they going for the guy that may be vertically challenged? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. Um, damn, I was going to say something. I yeah, that's my mind. It'll come back to you. So that's why women are generally attracted to taller men because what? It's, it's protective. Remember, they're protective it's a, yeah, and they're strong, strong. Strength. Uh-huh. So a lot of guys, guys are like short guys are like, oh my God, why why can't I attract any woman? I, I mean, but, mean, but, but the thing is with, well, well this is like w- most guys will, most women want a guy on a dating profile that's at least six feet. Yeah. You know, we know that. Yeah. But you got, but I tell the guy, the guys that are like me, it doesn't matter about height as long as, and this is what the science says: as long as there, as long as you're ambitious and there's and you have resources. That has more weight than it, yeah. It, it does. It. I mean, because come on, we've we've seen guys that. I mean, you see guys with even a taller woman, even though it's not that it's not that common, right? But there's a lot sure, of things sure, sure, that sure. will supplant, you know, or that overcome your, um, la- your your yeah, lack you of height. Yeah, hey, it's gonna make up for it another aspect. Yeah, you know? oh, I, I I feel like because uh, we have a buddy, I think that that's kind of like that. But I feel like he he already walks into the situation already defeating himself. Like he's already mm-hmm. walking in there thinking they want this, they want that, the tall guy, the strong guy, all that stuff. And I mean, he's not he's not tall. He's strong. 
strong. Um, but he does. Really he's very ambitious. He went to a great school. You know, he's he has a great family. Yeah. Sure. Um, he's good values. Good value. But I also he I feel like he's almost like conditioned in his mind that well, women want this. Yeah. So he already walks into the room already defeated, and he sure. goes, "Oh, they're they're never gonna take they're a look, look at me. This is what they're looking for." Yeah. I mean, the problem is at first glance. I mean, they're they're not. It's just kind of like you know, it's you guys. It's like us. We you know, men prefer. Physical, I mean, physical attractiveness is very important to both sexes, right? Sure, but, sure, sure. But in order to have a, an even an, you know, the, an opportunity, the person has to be physically attractive enough to you, right? To your, to yeah, your liking. Absolutely. Right? I mean, it yeah. just, it just starts here. So, cases. so he's just got to work on other things. I mean, he's working on these other things, but working on other aspects of relationship. Maybe he won't get that first look, but if he gets, you know, conversation works, going, works or some other angle, she's yeah. like, "Whoa, whoa, right? I, yeah, I could dig this guy." I, I think he may have like a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, almost like it's like you know, like oh, my height is a disadvantage, right, and, right, right. and it's like, well. You gotta get over that, you know. Yeah. Like, you, there's nothing. Yeah, you can work do with what you got at yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah. you're not hey gonna man. get over your height. <laughs> you gotta work complaining. with what you got. Uh, question for you, because um, there, it's funny. We were talking. I was talking to one of my buddies, and um, he's it's uh, he's okay, very yeah. like into ah. analytics and and, mm. uh, and and statistics mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, one of the things that they were talking, I also saw a video on Instagram, but it, they say uh, get, getting advice from either a man or a woman when it comes to dating, right? Mm. And they say that as a man because women will say, well, I want a guy who can listen and that they're vulnerable and all this stuff. Yet, just like you said, it's not really what they're going after. So they say, well, if you're going to get advice from a woman, um, do the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things because a guy is going to tell you kind of the harder truth that maybe women don't want to accept, which yeah. we call that like the red pill, blue pill situation sure. right now. Now sure. more red pill. It's like, Hey, be like this, be a man, do you know, these things. And it almost seems like, you know, women, there's an outrage when they hear that yet that's somehow, but that's what they're attracted. They to. lead down the same path yeah. to that. Yeah. Over. And, and you guys, I mean, being in South Florida, it's very different from Jacksonville, Florida, where, I, where I am, where there, you know, and it, it is, there are so many people here. Okay. I see that there's so much more competition here, right? With more with more people. True, yeah. yeah. Um, because there is so there's so many there's so much more affluence. There the women show off their beauty so much more. The yeah. men show off their resources yeah, so much true, more. True, true, true. It yeah. is. I mean, here is like a per. This would be like a case. This is a case study, right? In South <laughs> Florida, compa- I mean, here is where we see it all play out, like yeah, what yeah, men yeah. are doing and what women are doing. But do you feel like it's I don't know. I feel like we've gotten away from, like, think of the situation of our buddy, the one that we're talking about. Like, all the other aspects that you would want in a partner, it almost feels like down here, none of that matters unless you have something to flash, whether it be breasts, bottom, clothing, little to no clothing, actually. That's why I send up my buddy sometimes. Whenever I see a girl, there'll be an an influencer or one of these IG models. They're not wearing any clothes and they're out. And I send it to them. I'm like, "This, this is... Like this person went out wearing this. Yeah, I I cannot believe it. I mean the bot and the bot the body suits, right? I mean I just can't. It's like all there. They might as well not have any clothes. And it's on. sheer. Right. You, they're At just all. wearing the thong yeah. and the bra yeah. and a yeah. sheer body. I'm like, and, wow. And you know, people are they. I mean, so those things are somewhat important to at least get the door open or get that initial attraction. But what's important is somebody that's kind, right? Yeah. It's nurturing. That is going to love you. That's going to be faithful. That's not looking to monkey branch you, you know, to the next thing, right? I mean, we want somebody that is gonna that's gonna honor the honor your relationship. They're not just waiting for the the next best thing. So yeah, stick by your side. It's scary. Yeah, it's scary. So and that's what and that I mean that you know a lot of people are afraid of of uh, you know people people don't know what to do. 
Right. It's tough. It's a tough market. I mean, we're in a relation. We're in relationships. So, yeah, we're we talking about it last night yeah. with the guest. I'm like, I don't even want. I yeah. hope I never get single again. I don't want. I don't even want to deal with, this, with yeah. what's out there. That's crazy. I mean, we we got good women. Not for anything. We got some really I good women. I think so too. Yeah, but just women. like that, well, we're also great men, though. We are great ah, men. Ah, you see, look at that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Tra- you attract great women, and then yeah. you are great in your relationship. But we also we were great before we met them. Uh, like well, we I mean, it, yeah, but it, well, it took us time took for us to like yeah. re, you know so develop to ourselves, grow, learn, yeah. mature, yeah. Um, and 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 be I think very empathetic. Mm, no, there's a lot. Under, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. What else we got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of quality. No, but I think so. I think it took us a while, and and I think it's very similar in the way that you kind of approach things because, like, you'll lead with you know with facts and what the data is saying, yeah. and I would like to say that I take an approach of well, what's fair. In the situation, mm. you know, I would never want to take advantage of you in a situation. So why would I want to get taken advantage? First thing that I told you is, if I want to be accepted for my beliefs and my tradition, whatever it may be of who I am, well, I sh- I need to be open to accepting maybe something that's a little bit different that yeah. I may not be too comfortable with, but I should at least be open and understanding. And I feel like that's the approach where, you know, let's just be fair in the situation. And and how would this be fair? Because I don't want to take, I don't want to, you know, do something that's yeah. going to upset you, and vice versa. The same thing. I wouldn't want. To, for you to do something that's going to upset me. So what would be the right thing to do in the situation? And then yeah. that's kind of how I'll take the approach. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right approach, but. Yeah, I like, I like you. it. Do you, do you guys know what, what the, are the two most important factors for relationship compatibility? Illuminate us. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, the first one is, is poli- are the first one's political views. Okay. Really? Okay. Because think about your pol- what your political views are. I mean, it, it determines how you live your life, how you think about situations, where you vacation, who you hang out with. Okay. okay? Yeah. So yeah. it's really important that when you're going to marry someone or you're dating someone seriously, you have the same political views. Not always, okay? But Not everything, but generally. But for, just you know, a, yeah. you want to have that overlap. And then, and this is, this is just based on the research, okay? I mean, it's not always right, but... Um, but also having somebody that has the same religious views as you. And then certainly people are, um, you know, people from different religions, you know, can, can marry and date and things like that. But being the same makes things much easier because it determines, like, where the kids are going to go to school, right? How they're going to be raised. Are they going to church or not? What are their, what are their belief systems going to be? I mean, these are things... Vaccines like, or anti-vax. Yeah, well, yeah. So yes, important. Yeah. You guys. People don't realize But, but I'm that. being serious. Like, life is, life is hard enough, and you have to agree on all the basic stuff. So politics and religion, I hate to say it, but, but those, like, manage a lot of things, okay? And mm. I know people are going to be, like, they're going to be texting and making, saying messages that, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm a Muslim, and, and uh, my spouse is Jewish, and we've been married for 20 years, and it's been great. And yeah. It works a lot of times, but uh, it's just easier when those things are. It, it's great when you don't even have to communicate it because you both already think the same. Right. right. It, yeah. it may have worked for them, but if we were to find maybe another study of a relationship that didn't work, we can probably result to that yes. being the, the reason the, why. Those differences. Right. And it's like you're speaking my mind because I'm so big on compatibility. Yeah, yeah, having the, the same lifestyles and lifestyles, and of course you're gonna have differences, and it's important also because yeah. you want to learn, you want to adapt, you want to challenge each other. But certain core beliefs, religion, faith, family, like those things. I mean, it's it's the, it's the value. It's the, the foundation. Val- you gotta like have the same values. With yeah, each values. Other, yes. Or you're just trying to change each other. Yeah, and it's fun. Like I mean, because now you know th- there's there's lots of interrate. Like even in my 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 wife is Middle Eastern. I'm 
Uh, I'm Caucasian. She is? She is yeah. Middle Eastern. She yeah. doesn't look Middle Eastern. Oh, she's <laughs> very, I mean, her family. You see Where's she from? from? What, what, what's her um, background? Ar- she is Iraq, of Iraqi descent. Her, really? Both, are, both of her parents are from Iraq. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. But it's kind of like a clash of yeah. cultures. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm German-Italian, right, you know, with, with somebody that's Middle Eastern. So, yeah. um, but it works because we have the same values, even though we're from different cultures. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So it was never, cause I, I did see a, 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 one of the videos of the, it was you with your wife and, uh-huh. and you were saying how like your families, they get along and yeah. they were accepting of one another. So there was never like a very difficult, no, we're very, you know, on one side extreme. Yeah. I mean, her family is much more big family oriented. Okay. And my family's more smaller family oriented. And that you guys, that works, works for you guys, but it works. Cause, uh, but my family, even I, I have two brothers, and um, when they have, and my one is married, another one has a significant other. But whenever we're all together, we always join her big family. Right. For, yeah, for makes, yeah, it's kind of like, dude. Well, I mean, my family, they kind of, they don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, same. <laughs> but then you go to Christina, she has like, man, you already know. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, actually. <laughs> my, right? my, my girl, yeah, too. It's, uh, it's crazy. Hispanic families are just, yeah. Did you get? You guys are both his. Are you both Hispanic? Too? No, he, he's Hispanic. Well, like my girlfriend's Colombian. When Colombians in particular, they have a large family and stuff like sure. that. And they I'm like to party. Yeah, and very late. <laughs> it's late. Oh my gosh! Very late. Yeah. It's very different for me. Like you know, in Germany, it's a lot of more, little, lot more conservative, a lot more smaller, more intricate. Um, and so, and not as friendly. And I'm not super it's crazy, friendly. right? Like yeah, how, yeah. how different like the traditions can be in very the different. like from European countries to like maybe like Latin American countries. Yeah, like it's very different. But I love them. They're a great time. You know, but for me, it's just a couple of hours, and I'm like, okay, like, I, I got to tap d- out. You're done. Yeah. Sure. These, these people go for hours. And I hours. bet. Oh I bet. God, I can't do it. Um, but, yeah, I can see if family values and all these different core beliefs are so important for any fundamentally healthy relationship. And a lot of people overlook those things, or they wait for too long. They wait too long. A lot of people I've seen, you know, they get they have kids with somebody, and then they talk about religion and vaccines and all this stuff. And like, yeah. where was this conversation? You know, uh, nine months ago or, or, or when you first met them. So I think a lot of people are uncomfortable talking about some of these issues yeah. because they are a little bit heavier. And sure. so some people are like, well, you know, should I talk about this? Should I not? But it's like, I don't want to offend them. Yeah, but yeah, then what if they yeah. offend me? But that's like, dude, you want to choose your partner yeah. and, and vet them early almost, you know? I mean, they need to. And, and this is why. So 80, and it's, it's 86% of, of young people, like 25 to 35 year olds, believe that their marriage will last forever. Right, because <laughs> well, everyone goes they, in. They, yeah, yeah. Well, you do, but you, but because you base it on love, right? On that feeling at first. At that like moment, this person, it's yeah. amazing, and not on all the com- not on the compatibility, yeah. right? The character and of then, the person, and then we know twenty years later, you know, half of those people are divorced. Yeah, right. But yeah, we all expect that it's going to last. Oh, yeah, no, well, you say it too. No one goes into a marriage thinking that oh, I can't wait to get yeah. divorced. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's interesting about reservations too, and this might be helpful for guys and girls to listen. So. um so when a woman has her reservations about getting married, that's usually correlated with, you know, the marriage not working out. Guys typically always have reservations. It's not related to whether it works out or not. Really? So what makes you say that? If Wh- where are those reservations coming from? Well, I mean, I think it's just like the, wo- the woman, you know, the woman kind of knows if, uh, you know, she's got some greater insight. Guys are always a little more commitment phobic. Typically, do you think that maybe (laughs) it's because, um, because because there's I think there's more light being shed on I don't want to say the disadvantages, but it's almost Mm. men would get the shorter end of the stick in case of a divorce happening. Um, you think that maybe there's a little bit more fear of getting married with that possibility? I I I mean not for you because I I know you're happily married, but I think (laughs) what does the data say? 
Well, I think I think I think just because you know because men typically have more you know have more partners are a little bit more commitment phobic. They typically have different mating strategies than women do, where women are trying to secure a commitment. And when a woman is sick, you know, securing a commitment, yet they're uneasy about the commitment, that means there's trouble. Mm. Okay. okay. Because she's like thinking, this is not the guy that I really should be with. Settling down with. Yeah. But if a man feels that, like if a man has some reservations, it, it might it's, not just it's, be. It's typical it's that a guy's having reservations. But, you know, certainly I would, if you're having reservations, um, certainly you want to work through that with a couple good friends or maybe a professional just to, ma- to make sure whether you're a, you know, man or woman. Yeah. Because it should be an ex- it should be an exciting time too, but it's normal to have some reservations a little bit. Because it could also be very it could be you scary. Your girl put, put you up against the wall. In the no, no, my girl put you up against the wall. Like <laughs> my girl, it's nah. bear. Nah, nah, she was <laughs> still she bear. She wouldn't. My girlfriend's very understanding. Uh-huh. Uh, but but you know it's a scary thing. You know, getting married and maybe because of this, like I've met a lot of people who their relationships, their marriages didn't work out. Sure. And there's more of the minority where it does work for them, you know. <laughs> but minority. It, yeah. I mean, but. based on what I've experienced so far, people have met. But, yeah, it could be a scary thing. and like, Because being with this person for the rest of your life, yeah. it's, it's, it's a long time. Yeah. The rest yeah. of your life is long. So I think it could, to me, it's a little bit scary. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I'm, like, not sure if I want to be with this person or if I don't love that person. I think I think that has to be made clear because a lot of people might think, like, oh, like, maybe this is not the person for you. Well, I don't think so. I, I do think this is the, the person for me. But marriage in itself can it's, be intimidating. It's it's a big commitment. And yeah. it, there's even been a study looking at people in terms of how exciting they were. So people that are either excited about getting married, lukewarm about getting married, or, you know, doubting about getting married. The lukewarm and the doubters, they end up divorced typically. But if you're excited about the marriage, you're more likely to stay married. Yeah, and so, it, I mean, but... You know, you got to really be jazzed if you're if it's this person. I mean, you know, you want to be married, even though there's some reservations, but you got to really want it and be crazy about this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to want it. I mean, I remember with my with my wife. I mean, I like for the I I never wanted to get married before. I mean, I never wanted to be married, and all of a sudden, I met this person, and I'm like, I wanted to have children with this person. Like, I it was unstoppable. It was unstoppable. Like, I knew, I knew. And I can't even explain it other than it was just full. I finally felt full. That's that's really how I would describe it. But you know, I'm just challenging you know the the listeners out there that like you've that, got yeah. to be really excited about this person. If you're not excited about them, do not marry them. What would you say are probably some um, key questions or, or key moments that maybe early on in the in, in the dating phase or maybe in the relationship that one should look out for to kind of give them that more, more comfortable feeling of, Oh, this is what I'm looking for long-term. Yeah. So, so, you know, certainly the person does what they say they're going to do somebody that's reliable. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good, easy. You go to Aruba, you'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And somebody that is nurturing and ambitious or industrious, somebody that is kind to them. And, uh, 
there are not, you know, red flags that are popping up or like all of a sudden they feel uneasy about mm-hmm. the person or they kind of feel sick and scared. Like, where is this person? Or, you know, they said they were, they were going to come over here tonight. Like where, where'd they go? Like, mm-hmm. are, are they reliable? So okay. as soon as somebody's start, as soon as somebody's being inconsistent, it's usually a sign. I I would be saying back, you know, back away a little bit. Okay, okay, I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to touch back on something that you had said earlier. You talked about, and I've, it's funny because I mentioned it in the in the email. You you've talked about a little bit about the family dynamics and like the housework and the chores and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like gender roles. Gen- yeah, gender roles or the responsibility roles and responsibilities of a partner. Yeah. Right? When you have children, maybe when you don't have children, but you live together. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can shed some more light on that and, and maybe even give you a personal experience. Like, how does it work for you in your household if you're comfortable yeah. talking about that? Sure. And in general, what are, like, some good strategies to make sure that uh, you have a successful uh, household? Okay. This is a great topic because this, this comes up all the time. All the time. All we the talk time. about it, too, and I love it. It's a really good topic. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people maybe don't uh, don't really know what to do in those yeah. situations. And and there's been there's been a lot of research in this area too, so it's really really interesting. Um, but so I, I'll just tell you what I do, yeah. okay? And I I do have a I have a very traditional uh, family, very traditional relationship with. I have four kids. Um, I I work. I mean, I work like twelve hours a day, sometimes fourteen hours a day. Yeah. My wife really manages the kids' lives. My my life also. Um, outside of work and she does she comes into the office three or four times a week for a few hours she's kind of the office manager too um, but her primary role is ma- managing the children and managing the home okay and then my my primary job is to earn the, the income sure, and, sure, sure. and run the business um, but when I come home my even though it may be late my job is not over and her job is not over we continue to manage the kids and and manage our life and the reason that it works so well though is we're both very hard working right nobody's sitting down playing video games or you know when, when our kids were younger my wife was not when I would come home she would not just hand the kids over to me and then put her feet up right I mean the work kept going yeah and um, today there's lots of different arrangements, right? For, for younger people too. And even people my age where both spouses have full-time jobs. And then yet, um, women are still found to take on the majority of childcare and household duties. Correct. Okay. And this become this is a, a major problem because the guy's job should not be over when he comes home. No. He should be helping. Um, uh, but there should be, there should be some discussion about what, what the roles are. And, there was a neat study that came out in, in 22, and it looked at gender preferences and not necessarily gender differences, so to speak, because we know that men and women do prefer, though, different things. So, And, like, where, where men typically at, in the, at the home, they prefer being outside and working on, in the yard and, and mm-hmm. things like that, where women prefer uh, more of household duties. Okay, and shopping and things like that. That's just what the science says. That's what they prefer. <laughs> right. And it even looked at childcare. I mean, this is this was so interesting because it even looked at it looked at like fifty eight um, household items and then like forty childcare um, tasks. Mm-hmm. And there was not one childcare task that men preferred over women. Okay. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that. Do, I mean, you guys. Th- this is just what the study said. <laughs> of course, okay? of course. Yeah, this is yeah. what the study said. But the the important thing is that you communicate your preference. Okay. And as long as your preferences complement the other person, 
and you're both doing your fair share, this is really important that you're both working hard, then it's a, it's a success. And I do, I see people where the mom works. The mom is a, a lawyer, a doctor, a business person, and the dad is home taking care of the kids. And the wife is so happy as long as the husband is a great caretaker and he works his butt off when he's at home. But if he's at home playing video games and as soon as he, you know, she comes home, he, he's handing off the children to her, to the full-time working mom, <laughs> That's a it's trouble. Yeah. But then you guys, I also see relationships where the there's a stay-at-home mom, okay, and the dad is working full-time and he has to leave work early because he's got to come home and make dinner because the wife doesn't make dinner and he's got to come home and clean the house, bathe the kids, put them to bed. And the wife doesn't, she doesn't do that much. I mean, there are countless stories of this. So, and that leads to lots of problems. What, and it's, it's funny cause you, you touched up on, on a couple that I know yeah. that's very similar. Um, <laughs> to oh that. boy. I've heard some stuff. Yeah. So are my, we, are, my, are we getting somebody in trouble? No, 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 no. I want to kind of con- continue okay. diving into this. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you a question from your uh, perhaps experience or maybe just, you know, again, your, your opinion um, cause put it this way. Let's say that the, that the man is the one that's out working, sure. right? Always going out. And then he's the one that comes home and has to prepare everything, wash the, you know, the, do the laundry, feed the kids, bathe the kids, put them to bed, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the, the mother would kind of just be hanging out. Um, uh-huh. in that event, kind of back to what I had said earlier, if they were to lead down to the path of a divorce, you said there's a lot of problems. Let's go to. The one, the one end all, right? Sure. Divorce. Uh, wouldn't in that case, you know, I understand that then the woman kind of now is, is seen as, well, she's the you know mother. She's taking care of the children because she's home. You know, she can't work. Yeah. But if she's really not doing any of the, I want to say household duties, but be caretaking duties, it almost seems like the man is still going to be losing in this situation. Mm-hmm. Would you not... I mean, if he's he's working and he's coming home and he's picking, he's the up one doing everything. Picking, and let's yeah. say he's yeah. like, "Hey, I can't do this anymore." Like, whatever. Let's say he wants to, you know, file. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's the one that's going to be screwed. Or let's say she's like, "Oh, well, I don't know." She wants to then file. At the end I of the mean, day, she's. I mean, if they file and they're and they're separated and divorced, I mean, she's going to have she's going to quickly learn how good she had it, <laughs> and uh, she's going to have to start. She's going to have to start doing some things, or the kids are going to be just be spending more time with their father. father. Yeah. Ooh. True. I mean, but like in, in that, ins- how often would that, do you know personal situation where that happens? I mean, where what? the the mom stays at home and then the the father works and he comes home and he still put do, does all that like the uh, the house chores of yes you do yeah well, we can talk off okay, okay. yeah yeah because and, uh, and, and and Marvin I I see a lot of that in in my practice okay I mean, it's, yeah it's no a yeah, hu- yeah it's a oh, huge problem with with you know you uh, would you would have no idea some professional men you think that they have it all together at home. Yet when they're going home, they are carrying the load. And this is the problem. In, in a marriage, you need two people that are adept, two people that can function very well. So yes, yes, yes. this means before you get married, you need to make sure that you're up and running so you're going to be a good partner one day. Because life is complicated. I mean, yep. managing a household <laughs> and kids and your partner and your job, your profession. I mean, you, got, you need two people that are know how to manage life. So yeah. you, need, you need to be prepared. But, well, but this yeah. is common. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, you know, it's funny that you said because um I mean a big reason why I'm so big into health, physical health as well, and, and I was even telling, you know, my girlfriend about it, because, you know, we are thirty 
and we're only going to get older unless we do something about it. And yeah. age is going to, that's inevitable, but we can still kind of prolong feeling older if yeah. we take care of ourselves. Because if the goal is to have children one day, if the goal is to, I don't know, you do, I, I want to be active in yeah. my child's life. And knowing that I'm 30, by the time that they're, I don't know, teenagers, sure. I'm looking at maybe 40 something, 50, I still want to be, you know, a part of that, that child's life. Um, so putting in that work now, to kind of over time still be be active because it's a lot because then you have the job you have then the full family and then the extended family and then you have the children you have your own personal if you even have time to do whatever it is that you want to do so i feel like it's very important you know actually having that that physical health because i mean at the end of the day it's going to drive both of you guys it it is so it's important to have the physical health for that longevity and it's important to have the financial resources too before you start bringing kids into the mix because life is so expensive right and this is why people wait longer and longer to have kids because you're broke when you have kids i mean all the all the all the money goes out i mean you're you guys i feed six people right i mean it's one person (laughs) feeding six people yeah and you live in a city it's also expensive it's getting more and more expensive but you need to get every you this is why we wait longer to get everything in order so then we prevent this. I mean, the longer we know that the longer you wait to get married, the less likely you are to get divorced. And that's because you're getting everything, you're get everything in line. Instead so of just jumping seat. into it without the full resources of making it happen, but then life yeah. hits you and you're like, man. Yeah. Because, well, because financial stress is like one of the leading causes of divorce. I mean, pe- you fight about money. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's stressful. Yeah. It's true. And then you start comparing alternatives and you guys and this is like really important the, the, the money conversation it's really this is about like compatibility you got to have somebody that has the same financial philosophy as you in a marriage so I'm trying okay. to work on very that important i mean re- really there. important because i see people like if somebody makes a bunch of money the other person is spending it all um or, you know it's got to be both people got to be managing money the the same way. i think that's super so crucial fighting about it i'm so glad <laughs> you brought that up because even me, I have a friend of mine. He's very frugal. He's very, you know, like conservative financially. I work with him. Good, great guy, great guy. And then his girlfriend, she's like, oh, I want to do things. I want to go out. I want to da-da-da. And mind you, she makes less, considerably less than him. Sure. Uh, and then so how do you compromise? And I'm like, you know, hey, uh, I'm not going to say his name, obviously, but I'm like, this is a conversation you need to be having now because finances is. is a big part. And there's been multitude of issues where he's talked to me, confided <laughs> in me. And it all comes back to the money and spending. And I'm like, this is going to come back down to, to bite you if you don't tackle this head on. That'll be the red flag that you're ignoring now. That'll be the reason why you break down yeah, and you break like, up at the end. Pay attention. Uh-huh. And so, you know, maybe, I mean, down, I mean, I don't know if they've, he's, he's put his foot down, but it keeps, it keeps re- re- reoccurring. So I'm like, yeah. you're going to have to yeah. address that. And, and front, right, correctly. Now, I mean, f- being frugal is okay. The, being cheap is also a red flag. True, yeah. true, true, true. Right, so it's the it's balance. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. okay to be frugal, but women and men. I mean, we don't are not attracted to cheap people, and why is that? Because we're all attracted to people that are generous. Oh, true. That can give the resources to give. Yeah, yes, that's true. On both on for on you know men and women. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, can, I can but, see that. But again, you want to be frugal. You don't want somebody that's just. Being too generous. But it's also like depending on the season that you're in in life right now. If you're working hard, you're trying to achieve, you're trying to accomplish certain things, yeah. then okay, hey, this, this is temporary. Yes. Uh, right. You, yeah, yeah. It's so an investment right now exactly. towards our future. Exactly. Yes. I'm not saying it's always going to be like this, but That's right now you have to bear with me. It, yeah, it yeah, is. So it's exactly the situation. And, and you guys, in the, sa- in the same vein, in terms of people that like being successful in life, the most important, you know, we talk about it's really important to be attracted and connected to, you know, the right company. Yeah. Right, like your friends determine who you are. 
But the friend that determines who you are more than anyone else in life is your partner. And that's a fact. And I hear about it all the time, and I see it. The If you want to be as successful as a person, you got to have a supportive partner. Yeah. Right? Because they're either going to drain your your personal development and your professional career, or they're going to help you excel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. So, and, of course, I see all the pathology. I see the people come into the office, and, you know, I see, you know, it's usually somebody that's really high-functioning, and then their partner is adept, or I'm sorry, is inept at life, and they're like the anchor. You know, they're like a, they're, they're the one causing a hole in the boat. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're drowning the other person. So, I mean, it, it almost feels like this is kind of another reason is why a lot of single men probably aren't dating as much because of almost the 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 feeling of, of not being able to provide. Yeah. You're not having the capacity to economically provide. Because, for example, if I want to woo, you know, mm-hmm. a woman, I would want to take her out on a date. I want to then go pick her up and then g- maybe give her flowers. I'd like to surprise her. You know, a lot of these things that you'd want to kind of court the woman. Sure. Obviously, that's kind of different now in this generation. Everything's changing. I don't even know if it's acceptable anymore. Women get offended if you open a door for them now, now nowadays. Even though they still want you to hold it. Yeah. If, if you're not doing it, if you're not doing it, you should have opened it. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, oh, I can open it myself. But I also, but I feel like that's one of these things where maybe uh, as a younger man, you're like, well, I don't have the resources to be able to even take out a woman. Sure. Why even? Uh, and I know what you're probably going to say, well, dates can be free, cheap, whatever, but are the women going to want to accept a free especially at the beginning like at the so there's a lot of things yeah. but i feel like that's also a very big factor because as to your point things are getting more expensive mm-hmm. and you know and as you're older you know you have more time you mature you probably have more more experience in your field whatever you're trying to, yeah. to develop eventually you're going to be making the money sure um, but as a young man you don't have that you're trying to build yourself yes you can find a woman who wants to stick by your side the partner that's going to push sure. you but to that point, to yeah. just date and find sure. a person to do so, I feel like you're almost at a disadvantage if you're younger without having the, those economic means, I'd you say. Are, you are. You are. But what you can show is that you have uh, the economic potential, Okay. too. Oh. And so, and at the same time, you if you're with somebody that is just with you for that reason, you, know, you want to be leery of that, too. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't want somebody that's just there, you know, with you because of, the economic what advantage what that you can gonna, provide yeah the yeah, lifestyle you can yeah. provide That's very so important. i mean it's it's a it's a it's a balance but but just like you want somebody that is healthy right you want somebody that's healthy sure, of but course. but but there's there you want somebody that's kind too at the at the same time yeah right? <sighs> so true okay so. um I had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you did have a lot of notes there, too. Am I, am I talking too much? No, no not no, at all. I love it. I love it. Yeah, okay. uh, we've touched up on a lot. Um, <laughs> you did bring uh, those th- your notes. Or anything there that, that you missed I out mean, on that you wanted to, I mean, that you felt like would be, uh, yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is really a summary of, of my book. Ooh. Summary of your book. I like that. Yeah, let's get back. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. I mean, let me just uh, here. <laughs> there we go. Same with my glasses, and then I'll take them off. <laughs> and, then, and then, if we got any, if we got any topics that we want to talk about, um, right, the mic, the mic, the mic. So okay, there we go. We talked about the uh, suicide too. Like what the uh, suicide? I think was one of the like I, I had, why I had, more men. I had written it. I had written it. Out, I sent it to you. The, the oh no, yeah, let's fact, talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, fact okay. that. You know, more men are more inclined to commit suicide than than women. Thank you. And why that is, 
there's a multitude of issues. I'm sure yeah. we can talk about it. Um, I think I think at the core of it all, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. It's a lot of uh, men don't know how to. They don't a they don't have anybody to talk to, and b is if they do, they don't know how to open up. They don't know how to be emotionally available. Show their emotions. Show that they're scared. Show that they are, are are sad. And and so could that be a leading cause for it? I also heard, before I also heard that it's um a big factor is that we're treating men's almost uh their I guess whatever mental health crisis you want to address any any type of maybe therapy that they need they're almost approaching it as if they would need to for a woman as well and that's kind of where there's like a disconnect because for I forgot where I had seen it but for women. You know, they're kind of, I would say they're probably a little bit more nurturing, more caring. Like, you want to talk to them because their feelings are more more in into the, the conversation. As for a man, for example, they say that a man, like, he wants to feel respected in a relationship. You know, that's how he thrives, about feeling respect. So it's almost like we're addressing these problems as if we were for women when a man probably needs to be treated a little bit differently for him to properly heal. That's kind of what I heard. I don't know if that's true. Okay. But. What is, your yeah. what is your intake? Yeah, so so I mean, there's there's a lot we know about about suicide and and and, and the differences between men and women. Thank you. Um, we know that men kill themselves four times uh, more often than than women, yeah. and it's usually because of the lethal means that that men use. I mean, they use guns. True. They they Fire. hang themselves, things like that. Women usually try to they either cut themselves or take pills. Sleeping pills. Yeah. And then, and then survive. But there's something called the uh, gender paradox related to suicide because even though men kill themselves four times as often, women think about suicide much more often than, than men. So it's, you know, interesting. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. They, they think about it much more often. Um, but, there's, but also men and women, how we handle things. And this is in the same vein <laughs> about, about therapy, though, too. When men are struggling, they typically externalize things, right? They get aggressive. Uh. Right, they fight, get irritable, get angry, um, but they can turn that anger toward themselves, right? And that's where they use those lethal means. Women instead, they they do they internalize those feelings and they get depressed or get anxious, and then of course they are able to talk right about their emotions and they manage those through through relationships. Interesting. So wow. men men do not right. They just turn that anger on themselves. That externalized anger. Yeah, because it themselves. almost feels like you've exhausted already externally. You know, sharing how you feel, and you know, just yeah. like you said, yeah. where when you go to the internalizing it, it's almost like it's like there's nowhere else to go from here. Yeah. What do I do now? Whereas at least for the woman, if they're feeling it first, and then they can open up. At least from there, they can get some sort of help. Mm-hmm. Before they they feel like there's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to go, and and usually w- the breaking point for people with with suicide, and this is a really important topic, as if there's anybody feeling this way, but usually the last thing people feel is everybody is going to be better off if I'm not here because I'm a I'm a burden to other people. So you know, ha- committing suicide is actually people say that it's the most selfish act, but it's actually a very selfless act. Because you're thinking that I'm I'm going to help everybody else because I'm not here. They don't have to carry me anymore. So That's I tough. mean, if, if anybody's feeling that way, you need to t- we need you need to talk to somebody. Oh my goodness, okay. terrible. So and that's when you ever if you're ever talking to a friend or a family member and they're telling you I this is why people start giving away their stuff at the end too. But that's the sign that they think you know it's going to happen. I'm going soon. Uh, you guys are going to be better off without me being here anymore i'm such a burden 
it's 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 hard for me to to grasp that that somebody could be at such a low point in their life where they feel this way. And obviously, you know, the fact that they've been driven to that point is is reason enough to to be concerned. But it's just I just wish people would be more open, especially more men would be more open to to talk to people and open up to themselves. And I was reading one of, in the articles also that men. They just aren't dating less younger men, but they also have less friendships. Oh, yeah. and men That's really right. in general, they That's aren't true. as good as good ones. you know, uh, creating friendships and or sustaining them, yeah, establishing them, and 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 having strong bonds with their friends, and, and far less likely to to have those relationships. And I mean, I'm I'm grateful. I have really a good friend group. You know, of male I agree, friends. I agree. You know, we we have good friends, and I'm grateful for that. But a lot of people don't have that luxury. Yeah, you know, a lot of men don't have that luxury, and I and I I agree, and I think this it's it's the video game culture and the you know pornography culture, it's just uh, it's harder to keep friends, maintain friends. People rely on friends that they don't even have physical contact with. Online buddies, right? other and online like that. buddies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, those are real friends, right? Of course. But but they are not necessarily. There's a difference when you see somebody when you're like hugging a buddy, you know, giving them giving them a five. Spending time with them, you know, having a beer, actually speaking, yeah. you know, being in the same room. There's there's a cascade of chemicals that are released when you're with a human being. I can see yeah. that face to face, and and we yeah, and they're they're missing out on that. And of course, guys often all through the all the transitions, they're relying on who their their girlfriend and that friend group becomes, you know, th- their their friend group. And then when that relationship ends. You know, they lose the friends, just like in divorce and the, when the wife dies, right? All through the lifespan, um, the woman is usually responsible for the friend group. So I would challenge all the male listeners, you got to keep friends. You work on nurturing friends. You don't let people go. Uh, reach out to people from grade school, right? From high school, from college, from work. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. You know, maintain the, those friendships. And, we, and we nourish them. Yeah, and nourish, nourish them. them. You know? And I mean, I have... Because your friend yeah. wants you to. They just don't know. I mean, they're waiting or, for you to call them. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important to reach out. You know, it's important yeah. to take that step. And I like to believe that I'm I'm pretty good with that. I reach out to a lot of friends that I have, and uh, and maybe I don't see them as often. Mm-hmm. But when I do reach out, you know, try to follow up, have meaningful conversations. Even if it's, like, people that I'm not as close to or I don't really hang out to on a, on a general basis, it's, like, asking them, how are you doing? Even, like, people, Andre. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. yeah, I see him. I'll talk to him. Hey, how's everything going? You know, maybe because of their personal situations or whatever. I think it's important. But a lot of guys don't really feel like they don't ask that. Yeah, know? but it's I feel like they almost feel like it makes them seem weak. And I don't yeah. know if it's a societal thing, a stereotypical thing, whatever it may be. Um, but I think that that's what it is. It's the fear of yeah. see, being seen as, as weak, yeah. you know, because now you're talking about things that men shouldn't feel. You should be stronger. Rub some dirt in it, you yeah. know. But it, these are real things that as a human being, yeah. Although maybe interpreted slightly differently, however you choose to to interpret it, but it's st- we still feel, yeah. you know, and and I think it should be okay to voice yeah. how it, we feel. And it's a you know, you know, I am twenty years older than you guys, right? Yet we're 
still having the same experience being a man, mm. even though even it's though yeah. there's been all these changes. It's that true. Have occurred, yeah, yeah, yeah. We st- are still we still have the same experience being a man, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I know. I mean, that's how I was. You know, you rub dirt in it. You don't talk about your feelings, right? You are the stoic guy managing whatever struggle you're with on your own. Right. If you ask for help, you're seen as weak. So I, I think it's changed. It has changed I mean, I think has. a little bit. I it think has. there's more more light on the topic sure. now. But um, I still feel that it, there's still hesitation um, yeah. and uh, uh, they're still uncomfortable. They're still the same that. principles, but it's better. Yeah. Right. It's better. Yeah. And mental. I mean, if I mean, this is like what we're doing here. We're talking about it. Mental health and different needs. Yeah. And relationships. We're, we're, Who would think a bunch of guys are sitting around on a Saturday afternoon talking about relationships? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> so that, that that has changed. Yeah. Which, is, that. Be, which is beautiful. Um, so. I think I was reading also. It starts even when when you're when you're a kid. You know, like think about how girls and how boys are being raised. A girl cries. They, you know, you they, you are ta- okay. they, you teach them it's okay. What's going on? Let's you know, about talk about your feelings. But if a boy cries, it's like, well, you, boys don't cry. Suck it up. Yeah, yeah, suck it up. And I think that, like, even from an early, early age now, you can't even remember it. It's ingrained in you that you shouldn't show feelings. You shouldn't express it. So then, twenty two, three decades later on, you're wondering why you're struggling with being emotionally available. Well. Maybe you can pinpoint that to your, your childhood, sure. and, it's, you know? it's, and it's funny yeah. because I mean, even us for what we're what we're doing and and how we're you know communicating uh, the way that we feel, I I still don't feel like a weak person. No, you know, fact, I don't feel any weak, and yeah. not that I feel strong because I can voice. It, it's it doesn't make me feel like oh I'm less of a man. Like I feel like I can tell you how I feel, or I can just talk here in front of whoever sure. chooses to watch and listen, say whatever it is that I feel, and I may look like you know weak. To some people, but I know I'm not weak. I mm-hmm. think that's the difference. You know, yeah. I know my character. I know who I yeah. am. So I'm comfortable being able to speak about whatever I want. And if someone were to be like, oh, man, you're weak. or all this stuff, It's like, and you got other problems with yourself. That's your own insecurities on yourself. Don't don't include that with me. I'm good. I like the fact that I'm able to speak and still feel like a strong, independent man. Yes. Yeah. So things, times are changing. Times yeah, are changing. I think it should be okay. Yeah. I right. love that, man. But we, but we still, no, there was, but the principles are still the same. Right? I mean, we were all like your yeah. father said to you or your parents said, get up. Yeah. Right? When you had fall, fallen down, get yeah. up. Right? Quit, yeah. quit, quit crying. That is true. I think the only thing we can do is if, when we have kids and, and try to kind of install them that it's okay to be, like if we have boys and, 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 and young kids, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be, it's okay to cry. It's okay to show your emotions. I guess that's the only thing that we can do. And of course the podcast as well. Yeah. I kind of echo that message that it's okay to be vulnerable, yeah. especially for men, you know. It is. I mean, and that's how you have, that's how you have relationships too. Yeah. Right? When you're vulnerable, other people share about themselves, right? That's yeah. relationship building. We go deeper, 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 deeper. It, it, Women are great at it. it, it right? uh, how, how, many children, it how many children do you have? Four. Four. In what age groups? Uh, 13 to 18. Did you feel like maybe, because one thing that I think about to that point, because, oh, we want to, you know, nurture our children to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But what's to say that when we're in that position, whatever the society, whatever's normal at that time, because we're going to have to adapt to whatever that their normal is going to be. For you, uh, you know, raising your children, did you ever have to kind of adapt or change? Like, wh- what kind of methods have you used, you know, to kind of... Yeah, I mean, so the way that I was raised, you know, you would make you would make fun of a boy by calling him a girl, right? Or like, mm. like you know, referencing feminine qualities, right? So I've worked on not doing that as, you, oh, know, yeah. ra- uh-huh. you know, raise, you're never putting down sons by referencing you know, some quality of, of a woman in some way. I like that. That's good. 
So, and then I check with my daughters. I mean, I even checked in recently with, with uh, my 17-year-old, even on this vacation. Like, do I do that? Or, you know, h- how does that make you feel when you hear something like that from somebody else? And, oh, I like uh, that. Cool. That's so awesome. You know, so you just don't, you don't make those references. And then wow. you, you allow them also to, like, actually communicate with you. It's not, is it you like, no, or you kind of listen to them to, so, to so get their, their perspective, too. <laughs> we have a unique relationship with our kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we are, and maybe it's because they're being raised by a psychologist. True. Um, but our kids are, I mean, we're the parents, but they tell, I believe they tell us everything. And, and we're the house where a lot of the friends come. Okay. And spend time with so there's oh, a lot of a lot of activity yeah, yeah, yeah. in our in our home. So but we're just have very open relationships. We help our kids work through their stuff. Um, I, I am blown away by some of the stuff that my kids tell me that they're, you know, struggling with. Because uh, right. I would never tell my parents that because I would and I said this to my kids recently, I would be I would be embarrassed for my parents to know that I'm not per you know, doing perfectly well or that I'm struggling with something or that maybe somebody thinks negatively about me. Like I had to show this perfect image of right. myself, right? I was ashamed to show weakness or right. to show a vulnerable part of me. But they, my kids ask me all the stuff and tell me how they're feeling and we work That's through That's awesome. It, you know? I love that. It sounds like they have a very trusting relationship with you, you know, and, for the and your wife. I do yell occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they deserve it probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <Still> that. <laughs> probably. But it's, it's fun. But it's very stressful. Um you know, I just want to, it is stressful raising kids. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, the, and the young people need to know like the most stressful time of your marriage will be from when a child is zero to three years of age. I've heard of that. Okay. That's yeah. like the highest divorce rate. Yeah. Oh, really? Because it's so difficult. It's terrible that, twos. It is. And there's a lot of changes that go on at home. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody's not sleeping. They're both not sleeping. Um, often the guy's been replaced. Like, you know, he used to have this amazing relationship with his wife and and now now she's focused on the kids. kids. The competition almost. It is sometimes. It it, it is. (laughs) And then, or she doesn't want his, you know, she wants his involvement, but it's not good enough because, wait a minute, this is not what I did in my house. This is not how you raise a child. That's, you know, this is not how you take care of a baby, even though she wants help. Um, there's just a lot of things that, that come up during that time. So very stressful. You just, but if you can make, there's like the, the zero to three, the seven year mark. And then when the kids go off to college, seven, I that too. yeah, um, that's seven year itch, yeah. but it's really bad. It's really about eight years, but <laughs> I guess seven year itch sounds better. <laughs> How you were, you were 50 now is what you're saying? Uh, or 40? Yeah. Hey, yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. About hey. How old were you when you had your first child? You were in your... I, w- old? I was 31, I guess. Yeah. Okay, no, I got it. Yeah, 31. Okay. 31. And then your wife was around the same age? Same age, yeah. My wife is like six months older. I'm attracted. You know, she's a so MILF. I'm attracted <laughs> yeah, to older she's women. She's a day older than me. Yeah. So, yeah. She's a little cougs, a cougar. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so four kids. Well, two girls, two boys? Two girls, two boys. Is it harder to raise daughters or boys? Guys, I mean, I guess it de- depends <laughs> on the transition. The girls are much easier in general. Really? Overall? Overall. Boys are, you know, loud and aggressive uh, and they destroy. So much energy. Things. Yeah. Running around but do you this. think that it's, um, what would your wife say? Because they'd say she, like, oh, you know, daddy's little girl or mama's yeah. boy. So do you think that maybe you're kind of swinging more for, for the girls because... Yeah. Of I the mean, relationship? I mean, the, you know, they are daddy's girls, too. But my sons are, you know, 
I mean, they're they're my boys too. But uh, I I think with the the on the girl front, girl relationships are more complicated. Certainly, guys yeah. are, you know, again, like everything that we're talking about, guys are are simpler creatures in some and in, in some in areas, some <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> sure at least on at least on the surface. Paper. Um, but you know, I mean, they they all have the, they all have the challenges. I so, love that. But um. but but, it, but it, the girls have been easier in general, and maybe that is a, a testament to my wife though too, where she's kind of real, you know, involved in my girls' lives. That's awesome. I so. love that. It sounds like you guys have yeah, a really good dynamic. Too. Yeah, it's dynamic. You guys, I mean, we both work. We both work. You know, we work hard, both yeah. of us. And I really, I really think that is the 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 most important degree. We're liable, and we both we're reliable, and we we both work hard. And his you know, effort on both fronts. Ooh, I'm glad you yeah. brought that up yeah. because something a little bit earlier that we were talking about. Um, it's like, for example, when uh, you know we're working all day and then you come home. Well, who's going to take the responsibility of the children? And and you had said, well, they both have to kind of put in put in yes. the effort. It is. <laughs> yes. And one one thing that I always say is, I feel like effort will really get you very far. In almost every situation, yeah. you know, yeah. whether it's in a relationship or whatever, personal compliment, anything that you have with the gym, whatever, as long as you try, yeah. you know, <laughs> and not give up and try, yeah. try, yeah. you know, because everyone's going to have maybe you may fail at something um, or maybe it didn't work out the way that you wanted to. But that doesn't mean it's a dead end. I mean, yeah. what did you learn out of that? And then what can we come what can come from that? So as long as we continue trying, you know, there's effort. Maybe, for example, Christina and I will have an argument. We probably don't see something eye to eye. But there we still have the we understand that hey we're we're still in this together like now let's put in the like what do we need in order to 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 move forward let's put in that effort what do you yeah. need from me what 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 I like from you and it's constantly putting that effort towards yeah. each other in order for the relationship to thrive and I feel like putting effort in anything that you do um I think that's what's gonna hold it just holds so much more weight um it, when both people are trying it does I mean the worst thing when you're working with a couple is when one is working really hard it's even if it's not perfect and they're not getting better but and the other one is not even making any effort it's the worst right and you guys think about even not in non-intimate relationships do you like people more that are more effortful that work harder that try hard that of course I mean like it's attractive even like when you're trying to get somewhere in life right if you're trying to get a job somewhere or a position yeah. people notice the guy that's like putting in all the effort right I mean even if he's not great at it he's w struggling that's working true. hard even let, true. let's go back to sports being a kid mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you yeah. get to play mm -hmm. you get to start yeah that's true. I mean that's, that's and eventually I mean the one who is putting the effort Hopefully, you know, over time they start then refining because yeah. you are you're at least trying. So as you're failing, oh that didn't work. Let me continue trying to get better. Eventually, you will get better with yes. enough experience, yeah. and then you know that that is the kid that's going to start. That is the kid that's going to uh -huh. you know be the best player on the field. And uh -huh. That's the partner that's going to be uh, thriving. That's a relationship that's going like to thrive. That. I like that. A relationship that's going to thrive. Uh huh. Effort. Oh man. And one of the points that I wanted to talk about, and I think we'll slowly kind of start wrapping it up. But one of the things that I've written down was uh, sexual compatibility mm. in a relationship. Yeah, like mm. We got 10 minutes? Yep. Before what? Um, so we're out of time. Out of time? Yes. Like space? Mm -hmm. 15 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. So 10 minutes and then we can come Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So sexual compatibility, um, you know, so you see a lot where, you know, a lot of men maybe they're unsatisfied in their sexual life or maybe at first when you first start dating, sexual compatibility is there, but after, you know, you have kids, you get married, you get into this kind of routine, and kind of the sex sex life kind of just takes a hit. 
Um, what are some things that you could do as a couple to kind of overcome that uh, on both ends, obviously for men and women, you know? Do you yeah. have any insight on that based yeah. on your experience? I mean, I do. I have a lot of insight about that, <laughs> right? Because this comes up all the time. Oh, so, exactly, right. So what what is often lost is people are no longer who they were when they were first together, right? This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. They, so you, got, you got two people that have now grown apart. They've grown apart from each other. Um, certainly we all evolve, right? I mean, hopefully we're a better person than we were when we were first in the relationship, but often there's a, there's a divide, you know, where somebody is kind of emotionally withdrawn from the relationship. And usually you're emotionally withdrawing from the relationship because the other person is not nurturing you and loving you, not kind anymore, not giving you an effort, Yeah, making an effort. I mean, this all, it does, it goes back, it goes back to effort. And then, you know, it's important to remain attractive to each other just like you were in the beginning oh, yeah. of the relationship. And I'm not just talking about the physical part, right? It's like all those things that we do in the beginning of a relationship where we're nurturing, right? We're kind, loving, listening. I think you're amazing, right? I'm, I'm available to you. Mm, true. Um, and I'm still taking care of me because I want to be the best for you. And that, that keeps the love alive. And when we're not doing those things, it fails. We start dry. We're either like coming together or we're mm, yeah, pulling yeah, apart. Yeah. That's so true. Because you, you, you see a lot of times where the men complain like, oh, you know, like she, she's not sexually available. You know, she doesn't really want to be intimate. And it's like you ask the woman and, and they're like, well, he doesn't he doesn't help me around the house. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm not I don't want to have sex when I when I do everything around the house and I got to work and I got to do this and I got to that. He's not emotionally available towards me. Yeah. I don't want to have sex when I have to carry the whole relationship. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of men maybe aren't aware of that. And yeah. then so I like the fact that you brought that up, that you have to kind of nourish the relationship. You stood it. I mean, I, I have a little, little secret, right? And I'm going to share, I'm going to share it. Like yeah. when my wife goes out and my kids are going to be really bothered by this when they hear this. Oh boy. <laughs> but I know if my wife is out with her friends, right? As long as she comes home to a clean house and kitchen, mm-hmm. right, when she walks through the door, it's going to be a good night for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay? But, I mean, that's what you do in the beginning of a relationship. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so true. you keep doing that. That meets her needs. I know that to her that, I mean, one of her love languages is service, right? So service. she it's like, oh, he did this for me. You know, yeah, yeah, of course yeah, I did, very, baby. It's very, it's very welcome. I mean, and I don't do this is not manipulation. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But I do this because I know it's going to bring her joy. Right, yes, right, of course, right. of course, of course. And a byproduct of that is, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good night for me. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. also you and for her. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. to say, getting <laughs> for her. Oh but God. it's also I feel like uh, part of your responsibility of being a husband. You know, like yeah. taking care of the house. You it know, is. I think it's a two way street. It I is like a, it's a two it's a two way street. I so love that. I mean, it's just you got to just keep nurturing and loving the relationship. Wow. You know, I think it's funny because in in most uh, relationships they'll they'll kind of stereotype the man as being the one that brings in the money, but then that's it. So then the woman is the one that has to be doing a lot of things. Yeah. So I think it's almost it's very underappreciated. Almost, you know the the. The fact that if we just go out and just do something extra that's maybe yeah. outside of what we're expected to do, uh-huh. it's so much. It has so much more weight. 
for mm-hmm. them because then they're like, you didn't even have to, mm-hmm. but you really wanted to because you knew. Because you, you were doing, you were you were loving the other, I mean, this is loving the other person through action and in the beginning of the relationship, you guys, right? We, you do that stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 Marvin, yeah, yeah. You do that, yeah, you do yeah. that, right? We do that in the beginning so you keep it going. I love, I love that. That's literally something I've talked about. Yeah, because we're doing the thing for the course. Yeah, yeah, together, yeah. And, w- and that's literally what I have talked about. Like, you, you st- like you never stop never dating. Stop dating. Par- Don't yeah. stop dating your yeah, partner. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of a relationship, you open the door, you take them out to eat, you take care of yourself, you dress nice, you give compliments. Year, months, years down the road, you stop doing these things, and then yeah. you wonder how your relationship is not doing, not flourishing. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that, and then yeah. you're just kind of echoing that whole. Statement, yeah. the whole mission that we're it's on. It's always putting the effort into yeah. it, which I think that's one of my sections over there, too. That's it. Yeah. You guys, I mean, you want your partner to think you're amazing like they did in the beginning. So you of keep, course. you just keep doing amazing things for each other. Right? You want to be the best person person for your partner. You would, yeah. you were trying to be the best person when you met them. Yeah. So why are you stopping now that you guys are together? So, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I mean, we are naturally pro social creatures, we feel good. Yeah. When we do things for other people, yeah, right? Absolutely, right, right. yeah. I mean, we do. We feel, and you guys, when I, you know, I turned 50 in February. My wife invited all of our family for a surprise birthday party. And my wife was, like, so excited during the week, even though, like, I, she was giddy all week. And uh, I know that she was, she was having so much joy doing that for me, right? I mean, this is that, yeah. that, pro, that altruistic behavior, and it's such a positive hit. And then... I mean, I felt so good that she even did that for me, right? Even, I mean, we're going to be married 20 years this year, right? Oh, and we're still, like, surprising each other. I love right? that. I mean, that's that's what's important. You know, it feels good to give, and it feels so good nice to, receive, to feel special. Of course. Right? Absolutely. That's that. amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to. Do got to close up shop. But before we uh, sign off, it is time to break up. Dr. D, thank you so much, man. You were, what are you doing to me? Oh, thank you. Oh, Appreciate yeah. that. You see the kind of relationship we got? Yeah. Good chemistry. We got a good dynamic. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, we do need to close up, and uh, we'd like to end on a final thoughts, right? Um, I would love for you to kind of give whatever is very meaningful to you, something that you live by, anything you'd like to share with the world. Um, you can say it to the camera. You can say it to us, whatever's, uh, however you want to go about it, and then sell yourself where they can find you and uh, so on and so forth. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess I, I just want to tell the listeners and the viewers out there that, you know, in order to have a successful relationship, you have you have to earn that, and you have to get out there and be the best person that you can be. So, whatever you're struggling with, you got to make sure you work through that. So, you are a hundred percent when you're ready to settle down, because the better you are, the better type of person you're even going to be able to be with, and the better that relationship is going to be. Mm, true. And you've just had you got to work your tail off. I mean, in all of life, if you want something, nobody's going to give you anything. You know, we're all responsible. You know, uh, we may not be responsible for where we are, but we're responsible for where we're going to go. Okay? So it's it's up to you guys. And we all, we all have the power. And if you don't, somebody does, and they can help you. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to reach out and, and ask for help. Yeah. And we're all more powerful, I think, than than we really allow ourselves oh. to believe. You have all you have to control. Yeah, you can control your life. Yeah, I mean, you guys. When I, I mean, when I was in my again young twenties, stuttering, I was I couldn't even talk. I can't believe that I'm talking yeah. in the microphone. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just. It's just. But it's from hard work, right? Yeah. Taking responsibility for it and and getting better, right? Trying looking for opportunities to speak. But people can find me at uh, drdorenzo.com. And okay. Dr. Justin Dorenzo on TikTok and Instagram. So, 
I really appreciate and all YouTube the all the as well. and YouTube. I was yeah. watching some of your videos. You got a lot. I just started doing well. I I just started doing shorts, but I do I have all no. But you do have other. I do. I've been doing YouTube yeah. for a long time, but yeah. not not, not working really hard at it. But I recommend um, put more effort on those shorts. Keep okay. on putting the shorts because yeah. YouTube is now pumping those. Uh, you can, yeah, you yeah. monetize on that and on it. Yeah, yeah, but we'll tell you more about <laughs> that. You guys are. I mean, I just want to be like you guys. Nah. I mean, we're trying to be like you. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. You guys I mean, are killing it. So again, it was an honor. Well, really. Thank you so much for making that yeah, trip. It was great. And, sure. and we'd love to chat with you again when the book is out. Maybe yeah. we'll call. Oh. Maybe do like a Zoom call or something like that. Or if you ever come back, back down oh, here, I or if you come back, I love Miami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bring the family. Yeah, and we'll do. We do another segment, and we'll talk about your book. So we're excited for that. Thank you so much for coming. Very excited. Good job, dude. Good job with this guy. Ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Dark Durando, thank you so much. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. See you guys. Later. Shout.